Hey, everybody. Just wanted to get this ahead of time and let you know that this episode uh, talks strongly about suicide. Yeah. Uh, like, very, very graphic. It's also pretty sudden. Yeah. It happens fast. Happens yeah. fast. It, it goes, over it goes fast. from very funny to very not to kind of funny, funny again, again yeah. for a minute. Yeah. But we just wanted to warn you guys because it kind of came out of nowhere for us a little bit. So we wanted to make sure that uh, if you're going through something right now or if you're sensitive to subjects like that, um, you know, keep in mind, you know, we do have suicide prevention hotlines and things like that. Take care of yourself first. We don't actually need you to make your mental health journey worse just to hear our voices for 10 minutes. It's okay. Do what you got to do. Two Towns Over is a podcast where we explore the fascinating world of urban legends, conspiracy theories, and campfire tales to find out if there are any truths behind the legends. With dark humor and natural curiosity, we tackle the darkened streets of the town you all know. Welcome to the town with no name. This is Two Towns Over. So we need to get started on this midweek episode. Hi, everybody. I am Don. I'm Ruben. I'm Josh, and this is Small Town Gossip. Small Town Gossip. A little different than what we've been doing uh, because of just life in general. And How y'all doing? How's everybody doing out there? How's your respond. mom? Respond. No, give, it, your, give, your, give, uh, them, give them time. Let yep, them respond. We're not going to answer until they respond. Hey, how's your mom and them? Oh, that's nice. Yeah, oh, I'm like so to sorry that. to hear that. Yeah. Pick oh. one of those responses. Yeah, pick one. <laughs> It's fine. <laughs> or, or, or. Okay. <laughs> and that only reminds me because that's what Steve from Blue's Clues does. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Dora. They're making a live action Blue's Clues. Yes. It's got all three of the hosts in it. I saw that. Yeah, they're into spider into the yeah. Spider-Versing the Blue's Clues, Blues Clues hosts. <laughs> Universe. Yeah. <laughs> into the Blue's Clues-verse. But uh, we're going to do this a little differently because I did have an episode that I had been researching for our upcoming Satanic Panic series. So you got that to look forward to. However, oh, that's the first time you've like, mentioned it, revealed that. Yeah. yeah. Then, uh, but uh, unfortunately, this episode, the story didn't lend enough for a full episode. So what we're going to do is we're actually going to do this little short, full episode, short, full uh, I guess it'd be a campfire story. We're going to do it as a small town gossip. So what we're going to talk about today is uh, the black metal band, the Norwegian black metal band. It's always Norwegian it black is. metal bands. Yeah. Uh, the band is called Mayhem. And there's going to be a lot but, of. But is it like the Norwegian word for mayhem? And no, we just, it's actually oh, mayhem. So, okay. So yeah. it's mayhem with a Norwegian accent. Yeah, mayhem. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> but if you, the logo for this band, the M's on either end, the outside bars of the M goes down and it's an upside down cross. Nice. And it has bat wings. So figure that out. Let me see it. Um, okay. I must see this. I think I have it right. But I just want to know. There it is. Yep, it looks exactly like I thought it did. Yeah. If you can imagine the Metallica, but instead wow. of the... Yeah. But uh, it was founded in 1984, by, and there's going to be a lot of Swedish-Norwegian names. Hold on, hold on, because I think luck. I can do a little bit of a better description. Because I thought that you were saying that it was just one big M. It's not. It's the word mayhem. Yeah. But 
but spelled with thorns like every fucking 90s album. Yeah. And like he's but on either end the the first M has one upside down cross and the last M has the other upside down cross sort of framing it. Uh and each of them has a bat wing. Yeah. On one side. Like it's it's like a bat turned into the word mayhem but also grew St. Peter's cross. Yes. Although in this case it's more the satanic cross. Sure. It is Norwegian black metal. So, Whatever. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of Norwegian names and words in this episode. If I butcher them, they'll probably kill me because it is Norwegian black metal. Honestly, but, uh, they probably will be the friendliest people. Probably. So, because uh, who fucks with Norway? <laughs> no, really. Uh, in the past long while, Frozen. That's a movie. I know. I mean, in the global in the global political situation we're in right now, anti Vikings. Nobody fucks with Norway, really. Assassin's Creed. That's they're all. That's the thing. You don't know shit about real Norway. I bet they're friendly as fuck. Hey, everything I know about Norway, I hate to say, came from the maelstrom at Disney's Epcot. Nice. Yeah, that's about it. I Good know job. there's trolls. They are probably like. They're probably normal. Yeah. Oh, and of course, uh, Skyrim. Sky. Well, Skyrim is more. It's basically. for the Nords. Yeah, the Nords. The fucking. Racists. <laughs> so, Mayhem was founded in 1984. Empire by... all the way. Fuck the Nords. I, who, what did I always... It doesn't matter yeah, what you pick. Matter. They're all bad. Yeah. Um, so, it was founded in 1984 by guitar- guitarist Oystein Erseth. Here's the first one. Not even the first sentence in. Who, at the time, was going by the stage name of Destructor. Amazing. But later changed his name to Euronymous. Yes. I Do love that. when, like... People who speak foreign languages use like a really relatively normal English word. My but name it sounds, is Destructor. Yeah. Right. But it sounds really cool in when when you don't speak English as yeah. a main language. <laughs> so uh yeah, he changed his name to a Euronymous, which which uh was derived from the demon Euronymous. O S, not O U S. Cool. Not to be thing. confused with Jimbo Shrump. Yeah, Jimbo. <laughs> uh, which inspired the Hellhammer song of the same names. There's a band called Hellhammer. Fucking. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> it gets better. Welcome to Great. the goddamn Ghost Strokes <laughs> reunion tour. <laughs> yes. So, uh, bassist Jorn Stuberud, or Stuberud. See, with, like Jorn sounds like yeah. such a cool name, but I bet in Norway that's just like being John. Probably. Uh, who went by the name Necro Butcher? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, yo, ne- yo, yeah. Necro Butcher. Necro Butcher. Where's the wiki? I need to remember <laughs> the names of the band members. I can't. And every time I read ne- as I was doing it, Necro would, Butcher sounds like Necro Butcher. Like that's the what tomb of the Necro me. Dancer. It should be the fucking final boss. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> That's what twelve year old me would have named like my custom character my in WWE two K. Necro, what did you just yeah. say? Necro butcher. Necro butcher. So bassist Necro butcher and drummer Jatil Mannheim, taking their band name. They took their band name. Okay, whoo, which inspired the Hellhammer song with the name. Was joined by Necro butcher and Jatil Mannheim taking their band name from the Venom song Mayhem with Mercy. So already three sentences in, you got Mayhem, 
uh, Hellhammer, and Venom. So you can tell where we're going with this. Now, the band members were mainly influenced by groups such as Venom, Death, Creator, with a K, nice. uh, Motorhead. Oh, yeah, K is always better. It yeah. gives you that Mortal Kombat vibe, like, you know? Like, like corn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, then there were, uh, it's also Motorhead. <laughs> Which Next. is Maze with a K. <laughs> It's it's uh, because C is a cute letter and K is kind of metal. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, spikier. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, got yeah. it's got those hard straight up. That's why Z yeah. is that's Z is spikier than an S. <laughs> Metaler. So uh Necrodeath, Black Sabbath, Bathory, Sarcophago. I gotta say, Black Sabbath is and forever will be one of my favorite band names, even though I don't really listen to them. Yeah. Because that's just a good name. Yeah. For a metal band. Yeah. Necro Death. What the fuck, dude? Did you just say a different necro name or was that Necro Death? That's amazing, too. <laughs> Those are the same thing. Necro Butcher. Necro Butcher rules over Necro Death. <laughs> ah, I see. Uh, Sarcophago, Sodom, Destruction, Celtic Frost, Hellhammer. Say, and- say Gamora right now. Gamora. Damn it. Oh, no. I'm sorry. I thought you just wanted me to say no, Gamora. No, you said gotcha. Sodom yeah. and I was like, the other one is Gamora. That's just as hard. <laughs> um, but. The other, the last two bands were Hellhammer and Parabellum. Hellhammer also good. <laughs> um, the lineup began playing cover songs and later recorded their demo called "Pure Fucking Armageddon." That was their first. Great. That was their demo. After its release, Euronymous, who used to sing lead vocals along with Necro Butcher, uh, during their first demo studio rehearsals, recruited two session vocalists, Eric Norheim, who went by the name Messiah. And Sven Erik Christensen, who went by the name Maniac. See Sven. That that's it. That's another one that's like in in Norway. Yeah. That's just that's yeah. Bob. Yeah. But in English, damn, Sven is pretty yeah. fucking hard, right? <laughs> um, now Norheim or Messiah performed True. vocals only for one concert, which took place on April twentieth in nineteen eighty five in Ski, Norway. And by the end of that year, he had quit Mayhem. He later formed the hardcore punk band Within Range and the street punk band Cockroach Clan. Okay, I like that. <laughs> Cockroach Clan is good. Cockroach Clan is great. <laughs> Meanwhile, with Christensen, Mayhem recorded its first EP called Death Crush and released it through Euronymous's newly formed record label, Poser Corpse Music. Um, this is the this is the eighties. Wow. Yeah, and I want to read you. I looked up the the, uh, the lyrics to their their love ballad on that album. There was a love ballad. It was called uh, Chainsaw Guts Fuck. Oh fuck yeah! I think I've actually heard of. <laughs> I don't that even before. really listen to metal music that much, but like fuck yeah! Here are the lyrics. Uh, this is how I know it's a love song. Oh good. Yeah, bleed down to the fucking core. You're going down for fucking more. Screw your slimy guts, driving me fucking nuts. Chainsaw. So wait, wait. Say that last two lines again. Screw your slimy guts, driving me fucking nuts. Screw your slimy guts, driving me fucking nuts. (laughs) Um, Because if you say it like that, they're driving your nuts. Oh my God. (laughs) Chainsaw in my bleeding hands as I start to cut you in two. Your guts are streaming out and I just love the sight. That's a... That's why I don't listen to metal music. Because, <laughs> like, a- you could have named... So, I I like anti-metal metal music, where you name the song something like, oh, I don't know, 
uh, chainsaw guts fuck chainsaw guts fuck perhaps but then it is literally just a very graphic depiction of actual sex like it's <laughs> like not like gore. a murder sex one it's just I'm we're fucking and I'm like a chainsaw and it's just a it's a very straightforward metaphor that's m- more or less what guar was that's why I liked guar yeah I used I made one I, of my paladins I should say guar, guar is I but. named one of my paladins the very first Paladin I played for 5e, I named him Guarm because of that. Nice. Guarm. Yeah, and he was very straightforward. He was, hi, I'm Guarm. I'm here to help. Like, <laughs> so here's the last verse. <sighs> Maggots crawling in her cunt. I just love to lick that shit. <laughs> Amazing. Bury you in a slimy grave. This is fun if it's zombies. <laughs> oh, true. You will rot forever. That was the big love ballad from... Uh, Mayhem's first EP, you know what Death that, Crush. You know what that reminds me of? What? According to Carl. <laughs> <laughs> now, Mannheim. Real? Sorry. <laughs> boom, boom. <laughs> Mannheim and Euronymous only played at one show on March 22nd, 1986 at the Ski Theater as Lego, L-E-G-O. Nice. That's, that's copyright. You can't do that. <laughs> it's only one G. Is Lego is only one Lego's G. One G? I'm thinking Lego, my ego. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well. But this is L.E.G.O, so it's an anagram for something. Ah, Live okay. every godless outing. I don't know. Yeah, Probably. Yeah, it works. Uh, this was a side project of experimental music against the mainstream. Fuck yeah. Now the Rage initi- against the machine before the fucking machine was raged against. 16-year-old me is losing his mind right now. Bruh, for real. The initial- for real. The dude, the me who was fucking literally 15 and listening to nothing but um, AMVs of Linkin Park <laughs> is loving this. Yes. Uh, so the initial thousand copies release, the thousand copy release of Death Crush quickly sold out. It was later reissued in 1993 by the newly renamed Death Like Silence Productions, Nice. As a joint venture with Euronymous's Oslo specialist record shop. Every Hel- time you say Euronymous, I get more into the name. <laughs> uh, like Euronymous Bosch? Yeah, basically. They were active in what year? This is 80s, mid-80s. So yeah, they're, they're before. That's like early. Or, yeah. 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 Uh, so his, his record shop was called Helvete, which is Norwegian for hell. Nice. Uh, Mannheim and Maniac left the band in 1988. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So they're actually kind of ahead of their time, like by a while, by I don't a little know bit. How much of a sense of irony they had about it themselves? Like if they're if they're completely sincere? No, they're sincere. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I uh, don't. I don't know. I don't know though. Like, how, how do I judge that? Because wrestling. Well, <laughs> never break kayfabe. That's the only thing I know about wrestling. If well, let me put it this way. Uh, Euronymous never broke kayfabe. Yeah, and I could say so, that about so many wrestlers but until they died. It's my understanding that this was the first black metal band. Yeah, but okay, ah. but this is why I'm I'm on that same wavelength because so much of black metal is irony. It is like sarcastic, anti-goody two shoes type music. It's Ooh. like. Maybe that's what they were on before everybody else yeah. or something. I don't know. I don't right. care. It's my head cannon. Okay. So after two brief replacements, Maniac and Mannheim's positions were filled by Swedish vocalist Per Ingve Olhin, who went by the name Dead. Just straight up. Dead. Just dead? Dead. Just dead. That's nice. the metalest shit ever. <laughs> 
and local drummer Jan Axel Blomberg, who went by the name Hellhammer. Again. Dead was the lead singer of band at the time known as Morbid. He was only 18 at the time, and according to Necro Butcher, Dead sent a package. I don't know if you're saying band names or people names anymore. This <laughs> That's is amazing. the best part. I love it. Um, Dead sent a package containing the Morbid demo, a letter containing Dead's plan for the future, and a decomposing oh. rat. Metal. <laughs> Though taken aback by the contents as of fuck, the I love it. package, the band was impressed with the demo, and Dead joined the band as lead singer in 1988. All I'm hearing in my head is... Uh, Metal! And then the riff from No One Can Kill the Metal. Yep. The band moved into Dead's house in Oslo, where they all came to realize how strange Dead was, as none of them could carry a conversation with him, as he would rarely talk at all. Nice. But when he did speak, he would talk about his obsession with death. Fucking Sasuke up in here. (laughs) Dead began to collect dead birds under his bed and started cutting himself. Never mind, he's Itachi. (laughs) 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 So... With dead now, they talked that he he was obsessed with death, and he it's quite possible that he might have had the illness. I don't know what it's called. Where you actually think you're dead? Uh-huh. Like, I forget what uh, it's called. Uh, necro something. Yeah, probably. Yeah. it definitely starts with necro. But I know Latin things, prefixes. One of the things that they said he did was he would take dead rotting animals, put them in like Ziploc bags, and before a concert, he would go and smell the contents of the bag. To get him in the mood. I'm choosing to believe that he's the world's most dedicated method actor. <laughs> Truly, I actually want him to be the only motherfucker taking this seriously. Are are these people alive? Uh, some of them. Fuck. Fuck. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <So>. <laughs> oh, please. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so. I just, I just had a vision. <laughs> so, with dead... As the lead singer, the band's concerts became notorious. For concerts, Dead went to great lengths to achieve achieve the image and atmosphere he wished. From the beginning of his career, he was known to wear what's called corpse paint, which involved covering his face with black and white makeup. So he was kissed before kiss? No, this is after kiss. This is after kiss? Kiss came out in the 70s. Oh, you're right. So Uh, this is kiss after kiss. Well, it's more metal kiss. Yeah, more metal. Metaler. According to Necro Butcher... Again, it, it was. Are you saying band names, people names, or song names? It doesn't really matter, but it's great. <laughs> so, according to Necro Butcher, it wasn't anything to do with the way Kiss and Alice Cooper use makeup. Okay, okay. Dead actually wanted to look like a corpse. Oh, word. He didn't do it to look cool. So he was that kid that loved turtles, but before that, kid <laughs> yeah, loved yeah. turtles. So Hellhammer, the drummer, claimed that Dead was the first black metal musician to use corpse paint to complete his corpse-like image. Dead would bury his stage clothes and dig them up again to wear on the night oh of a concert. Oh, God. He would cut his arms and bleed all over the audience while also throwing rotten meat into the crowd. That's oh, man. He was on some Gigi Allen type <laughs> shit. <laughs> like, that's wild. Additionally, the band often had pig or sheep heads impaled on stakes and planted in front of their stage. Some of which Dead would throw at the audience. So they had real pig's head and sheep's heads on stakes. I mean, that's pretty metal. <laughs> now, on April 8th, 1991. Uh, you can tell it's wearing off now because that's very metal, but I was very yeah. underwhelmed because I'm just oh, really about thinking get... about how some of these people are still alive and I might like, talk to them maybe one day. <laughs> on April 18th, 1991, Dead wrote a suicide note and then slit his wrists and throat and shot himself in the forehead with a shotgun while everyone else was Holy away. Holy shit. Yeah. 
Whoa. He made sure. Whoa. That's uh, a lot to just drop right after that <laughs> romp, dude. Wow. We just had a romp through the fucking flower fields of metal music, and you just... Wow. You Kurt cobain this dog. I'm sorry. That's how the story goes. Holy shit. Uh, the suicide note he read... Or suicide note he wrote read as such. Excuse the blood, but I have slit my wrists and neck. It was the intention that I would die in the woods so that I would it would take a few days before I was possibly found. I belong in the woods and have always done so. No one will understand the reason for this anyway. To give some semblance of an explanation, I'm not a human. This is just a dream and soon I will awake. It was too cold and the blood was coagulating all the time. Plus my new knife is too dull. If I don't succeed dying to the knife, I will blow all the shit out of my skull. Yet I do not know. I left all my lyrics by let the good times roll, plus the rest of my money. Whoever finds this gets the fucking thing. As a last salutation, may I present life eternal. Do whatever you want with the fucking thing. Pell. That was a suicide note. Wow. Yeah. But we're about to get metal again. Okay. You're wrong. Honestly, honestly. As deaths go, that's pretty, that's fucking, pretty metal. fucking metal. Yeah. yeah, you can't even like that's. It's still a tragedy. It's very much a it's tragedy. Still very much, especially a tragedy. because it sounds like you know it's a suicide. That means mental health was definitely involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, there were definitely incredibly severe mental health problems. That Untreated. Yes, they, they should have been treated for. At the beginning of the yeah, episode. maybe so. Guaranteed, maybe so, maybe bud. So. Yeah. That was a that yeah. was a sudden transition. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> We'll, re- we'll record a trigger warning after. Yeah, yeah remember. We'll, um, we'll get it. Hey, we're talking about a metal band in the 80s. Please, please, please don't listen to this if you have uh, the triggers of such and such. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's still pretty fucking metal. It's pretty goddamn metal. <sighs> so when Euronymous returned home, he found Dead's body in his bedroom. That sounds like how I would have killed myself when I was 15 if I was really into it. Right. Like, but I wasn't. Like, I just thought I was. Yeah. And then I grew up and I was for a little while, but so it was different. But, like, when you're 15 and you think, how could I kill myself with a chainsaw and make it look cool? Right. <laughs> like, you know. So, Euronymous found Dead's body in, in his bedroom, and instead of calling the police. Oh, no. He first went to a local drugstore and bought a disposable camera with which he took pictures oh. of Dead's body after arranging things first for the best pictures. Wow, that's sus as fuck. He also took bits of the skull and turned them into necklaces that we would give to musicians that he deemed worthy. Okay. Handing out pics of destiny. (laughs) Hold on. I have very mixed feelings about this, but primarily, is that not what Dead would have wanted? That's exactly what Dead would have wanted. That's what he would have wanted. You're honoring the dead. Did I just make a pun? Yeah, yeah you did. I did. Yeah, you did. I'm a you little did. stinker. Now, legend, <laughs> legend has it. Kind of like dead now. <laughs> legend has it that he collected pieces of dead's brain and cooked them into a stew that the band ate. I don't believe that. But all the other band members deny this rumor. I don't believe that at all. Most disturbing. Like, even goth metalheads don't do crazy. Like, they'll take yeah, skull no, they, for sure. They, they won't say that people. they do, but then they, they don't. Yeah. yeah. I used for to, the I remember I was there. We did crazy shit, but we didn't eat people. Um, Most disturbing. I had a finger oh, great. bone for a while. It was weird. <laughs> most disturbing. Most disturbing. In 1995, Warmaster Records released a live bootleg album of a mayhem show with dead on vocals titled Dawn of the Black Hearts. 
and controversially used one of the photos taken by Euronymous that day was used as the album cover. Again, me personally, I have problems with that. But is that not what Dead would have wanted? Right. If we're working within their thing here, that's what I'm saying. For the sake of this show, play in the space. Absolutely are. Yeah, we're. That's exactly what he would have wanted, dude. It's the most metal. Yeah. Now. You can find the photo on the internet. Of course you can. I was going to say, I'm sure that photo if is If you're so inclined, around. but we do not recommend it. I have seen it. it Look is, it up right now. Yeah. Me. Show me it when you find it. I will. Uh, just It's called Dawn of the Black Heart. Mayhem Dawn of the Black Heart. Dead suicide and Euronymous's actions following it affected Necro Butcher so much that he left Mayhem, thinning the band's ranks down to two. Which is Euronymous and who now? Mayhem? Uh, Euronymous and Hellhammer. Hellhammer. The group performed a short time thereafter with Occultus, joining the band to begin recording vocals and bass tracks in Mayhem's debut album. Where? Okay. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Yeah. You would really think that that was staged if you didn't know better. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm actually surprised that you two are Google even. Yeah, li- literally just a, a Google yeah. image search. It's not all, even all like behind time. a... Yeah. You know. This is a little bit of a tangent, but that picture reminded me of it. One time I saw a video... Um, it just kind of popped up in one of my feeds one time. It was a video of a dude who had just recently gotten shot uh, in the fucking head, yeah. and he was dying, but he was like trying to breathe and he couldn't. Oh, and yeah, the thing the that sound. made it worse was that the people around him were kind of laughing. Oh. That shit was wild to watch. It was truly heartbreaking. By the way, kind of fucked up. You can like buy posters with yeah. that shit. Like there, mm-hmm. I got. I just it tried to link me to like four or five. Like I saw the sites. picture, and now it's a little too real. Yeah, <laughs> like it's right. that. Don't look it up. Don't look it don't up. Look it up. It's, it's we're gonna be it. very professional about this, and by that I mean we're gonna still make some jokes, but that shit's real. Yeah, and I just want to make it clear. Well, we're kind of done with dead. Okay, good. Because yeah. like that's actually tragic. Yeah, like you, you, it, like I, like it is as metal as we said it is. It is what he would have wanted. But like, bruh, it's just a dead body. It's still yeah. when we're saying that it's what he would have wanted. We are working within the bounds right. of his mental illness. The, I'm working within the bounds of his mental illness and this their culture at the time. Like, I get that. That I get that. But like, it is it, a better story would have been, and then Dead went to therapy, right, and got medicated for this issue and made the greatest metal music of all time. Right. Like that's what a good story would have been. So the group performed for a short time thereafter with uh, a fellow by the name of the cultus. That's a metal ass name. Joining the band to begin recording vocal and bass tracks on mayhem's debut album. Now keep in mind, they have only put out the one EP so far. They haven't never put out an actual full album. Their first album was called De Mysteris Dom Satanas. What does that mean? That is Latin for the mysteries of our Lord Satan. Okay. Ah. Yeah. Uh, however, this this was short lived because occultist, mysteries of our daddy Satan. Yeah. Yep. Nice. Occultus left the band after receiving a death threat from Euronymous in July of 1993. Live in Leipzig or Leipzig, 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 probably. Yeah, Leipzig sounds more right. Was released uh, as the band's tribute to Dead. In late 1992, the recording of Mayhem's upcoming album resumed. Thus, Arseth which is the last name of Euronymous, mm. engaged three more sef- session musicians. Burzum's Varg Vickerns, who went by the stage name Count Grishnach. 
Okay. Uh, the band Thorns Snore W. Ruff. Count Grishnak sounds like an orc who became a count by killing the previous count. <laughs> yeah. And who doesn't really know what a count is. It, you're setting up a great comedy D&D one-shot. <laughs> Might be. Where every character <laughs> is named after a member of Mayhem. Oh, my God. <laughs> Truly, that would be amazing. Absolutely <laughs> wild that you just made the best D&D ever. Just, just like re- repurpose <laughs> elements from... Um, from the the HP Lovecraft from the Call of Cthulhu, yeah, <laughs> make it even more metal. Yeah, I get to be I called Necro Butcher, <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, of course he has. I to. call Hellhammer. Okay, uh, so yeah, Thorns Snore W Rush who or Ruck who rent by the name Blackthorn. Ooh, <laughs> ooh, that's a that's a Game of Thrones one. Okay, so no, yeah. that's a Blackfish. Mm. Kyle Blackthorn. That's that's a game. Okay. Never mind. So yeah, Count Grishnak was bass and Blackthorn was guitar. Also, Blackthorn is just a good anything name. Yeah, yeah that's like good fantasy. Yeah. It's good it's, metal. Yeah, it's even good like fucking cyberpunk. Yeah. Blackthorn. Yeah. That's a black hat hacker who has hacker powers. Yeah. You know, like. And the new singer went by the name of Attila Sahar. Attila the what? Sahar. Okay, never mind. That's her the real name. Yeah, he was uh he was his, part of the black metal band Tormentor. Now, due to complaints by his parents, Euronymous oh closed his scene focus. How old are these people? They're in their twenties, like early twenties. Oh damn. Yeah. Hey, I guys, was picturing thirty year old men. No. The thing that happened earlier was even more tragic now. Yep. Yeah. Um, but his parents, due to the complaints, he closed his uh record shop, uh claiming his reasons adverse media and police attention. Ah. Now, much of the album was recorded during the first half of 1993 at the Grieg Hall in Bergen. To coincide with the release of the album, Euronymous and Vickerns had conspired to blow up Nadaros Cathedral, which is the chapel that appears on the album cover. We've gone too far. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not fun anymore. It's not now metal terrorists. anymore. It's, you're just domestic terrorists. Yep. So, um, although... <laughs> Technically not terrorists because it would have to involve a like a manifesto, like a like a political yeah. position. Yeah. So like you're just wild that we don't have a word for that. Yeah, no, they're actually <laughs> just evil fucks. They are well, they're manifesto extremists. Is, is that? Extremists. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Oh, so crazy. We don't have a specific word for that. Yeah. Anarch- anarchist extremists, yeah. right? Something like that. Something eh, like that. Not really. It's not even anarchy because that's also a political position, right? So, huh? Um, that's pretty metal. Can't lie. I, that, yeah. That's pretty metal. The I, idea. That's all we can yeah. really call it. It looks yeah. like for some reason I wrote this. Segway suck in this episode. I'm cool with it. <laughs> it's <laughs> metal. It's the metal episode. We're spiky today. What's that thing that Bo Burnham always? Segways are weird. Yep, yeah, and yeah. then just goes into the next yeah. show. Uh, Euronymous's murder in August of 1993 put an end to this plan and delayed the album's release. Oh, boy. On August 10th, 1993, Vickerns, Count Krishnak, murdered Euronymous. Whoa! <laughs> huh. Yeah. So he did murder a man and become a count. Yeah. So Wild. generally when we talk satanic... Just in the opposite way. <laughs> generally when we talk satanic panic stories... The moral ends up being that it wasn't justified panic. Yeah, this this, this is a little is bit a justified. Little justified. Yeah, yeah. the panic panic here is reasonable. <laughs> I would panic. 
Like I was it like if I was a fan of this, I would be like, damn, this band is metal as hell. It was real sad about what happened to Dead, but they still got some good music. Oh shit. <laughs> oh shit. Oh. Yeah. Oh, it's not cool anymore. <laughs> it's not cool anymore. So on the night of August 9th or August 10th, Vickerns and Ruck, the other guy, who went by the name of Blackthorn. So we got the Count and Blackthorn. The Count and Blackthorn. We're going there because it's easy to pronounce. That's right. what comes on after, according to Carl, uh, <laughs> according to Carl's the prime time. And then right yeah. after that, you get the Count and Carl. The Count, Count and Blackthorn. And, uh, Blackthorn. It's, it's like the, the Talking Dead show where they just talk yeah. about the episode afterwards. <laughs> yep. So they traveled 500. It's just like a PBS where they're trying to sell you an album. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They traveled 518 kilometers from Bergen to Euronymous's apartment in Oslo. Upon their arrival, a confrontation ensued, which ended with Vickerns fatally stabbing Euronymous. Don't stab your friends. His body was found outside the apartment with 23 cut wounds. Two to the wow. head. Wow. Two to the head, five to the neck, and 16 to the back. <laughs> now, Vickerns claims that Euronymous had plotted to torture him to death and videotape the event using a meeting about an unsigned contract as a pretext. What? Yeah. This is Vickern's defense. Since when has Euronymous done anything like that? So far, he's made metal music, mourned the loss of a friend, and closed his shop. He didn't mourn the loss of a friend. He took pictures of it. We all mourn in specific ways. Okay, Don? With, within the context of their whole uh, That's as close insanity. as he's going to get. <laughs> that That is mourning for them. It's all a result of bad mental health, but it's... Morning hey in their guys, own way. You can be metal and also healthy. Yeah. I just want to make that clear. So Vickerns claims that uh he had planned to where'd he go? He claims that he intended to hand Euronymous the signed contract and tell him to fuck off, but the Euronymous attacked him first. Additionally, Vickerns also claimed that more most of Euronymous's cut wounds were caused by broken glass he had fallen on during the struggle. I don't mm. know if I believe that. Vickerns was arrested within days, and a few months later, he was sentenced to 21 years in prison, the maximum sentence administered in Norway. You know how I wanted to talk to some of these people? Not anymore. No yeah, I don't anymore either. Nope. Uh, for, nope, nope, nope. Don't hit us up. He was also, uh, he was for both murder and the church ar- arsons. So there were church arsons. So they did arson some churches. Yes. Holy fuck. He was right. released from prison in 2009. Blackthorn, who waited for Vickerns downstairs and took no part in arson. Er- Euronymous's murder was charged with complicity in murder and sentenced to serve eight years in prison with only Attila and Hellhammer remaining mayhem ceased to exist and what year are we in by now uh this was 93 Woo. yeah damn and they only yeah. ever put out two albums that was 28 years ago yeah yeah you're you're alive yeah dude at this point I'm like a year old by now yep so, in a video interview with Consequence of Sound on October 15th of 2019, Necro Butcher discussed his bitterness towards Euronymous after being replaced in the band with Varg Vickerns before the recording of De Mysterious de Satan- Dom Satanus. So, something the Mysteries about of Satan Daddy again. Satan. Yeah, yeah, it's the same album. Oh, okay. Yeah, The Mysteries of the Lord Satan. Dom Satan. Dom Satanus. Yeah. Yeah. The Literally, you said The Mysteries of Our Dom Satan. Yeah. Uh, then he turned the mur- to the murder of Euronymous, offering an eye-open revelation. Okay, he said, I can tell it right now because I've been holding it in for many years, but actually, I was on my way down to kill him myself. And when it happened, I saw the morning paper thinking, 
fuck, I got to get home to my place and get out all the weapons and drugs and shit I had in my house because they're coming to my house because I'm probably going to be the number one suspect for this. But little did I know that the Norwegian police already knew that the count was going to going down also to kill him because they bugged his phone. And he actually talked about the killing before he went to Bergen. So the cops already knew that he was coming. So they probably was were thinking to themselves, we didn't nail this guy for the church burnings. So let's nail him for the murder and get rid of this fucking guy in Oslo at the same time. So that's basically what happened. This Guaranteed is- that's correct. <laughs> Coming from another dude who wanted to murder this man, right. I believe. Yeah, it. it's honestly, what does he have to lie about at that right. point? Hey, y'all, I was going to fucking kill this dude, but then the cops did a conspiracy, so. Right. Oh, hold on. Give me a second for some reason. You're telling know. me cops in the 90s did a conspiracy? I can't believe it. <laughs> in May of 1994, Fatigue. De Mysterious Dom was finally Can you released. please one time just say The Mysteries of Daddy Satan? The Mysteries of Daddy Satan. Thank you. Was released and dedicated <laughs> to Euronymous. Its release had been delayed due to complaints filed by Euronymous's parents, who had objected to the presence of bass guitar parts played by Vickerns. According to Vickerns himself, Hellhammer assured Euronymous's parents that he would re-record the bass track himself. Being unable to play bass guitar, however, Hellhammer left the bass tracks unchanged, so the album does feature Vickerns as the bassist. Amazing. <laughs> in 2021, Mayhem was inducted into the Rockheim Hall of Fame after being nominated for the third time early the same year. As of 2021, they are the only black metal group ever to be inducted. Now, that's not the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Right. Yes. Yeah, but still, the fact that they let them into a hall of fame at all yeah that's what i was just gonna say it's, i wouldn't even let him in the foyer of fame <laughs> <laughs> we should have thank first of all thank you <laughs> second of all we should have halls of infamy yes exactly for this exact situation now in 2000 or mayhem announced a 2022 united states tour what? Hold on. That was how? Called, They're well, all goddamn dead. No, they well, Necro Butcher came back and Hellhammer right. and then they just got two new guys. Okay. Yeah. Uh two new guys and a drum machine. <laughs> no, nice. Hellhammer was the drummer. Ah. Oh, that's a really good name that's for a That's a good drummer. ass name for a drummer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, goddamn, they just know they're aesthetic. Fuck, they're so good. <laughs> so, God damn it. Why did they have to be so good at metal? Right. So the name of the tour was the Sanguine Sodomy of North America. Amazing. Great. <laughs> that began March 7th with a show in San Francisco, California. Of course it did. And is projected <laughs> to end on April 3rd after a show in Joliet, Illinois. Now on March 4th. That's like tomorrow. Yeah. On March 4th, it was announced that they would not be able to participate in the tour due to United States Embassy deciding to launch an additional undisclosed administrative process in relation to their visa applications. Fucking damn it. So they were denied entry into the United States. Wow. Yeah. God damn. So that's about it. That That's the story of mayhem. This was a midweek? <laughs> yes. <laughs> there just <laughs> wasn't Ruben's enough. face right now. Yo! <laughs> I mean, granted, we are at almost 40 minutes, but it, it was still... Wild. Yeah. yeah it Absolutely was... insane, that story was. Yeah. Metal as fuck the whole way. <laughs> that through. was yeah. That was a that was a ride. That was a that's that was the roller coaster. And I've I've listened to something because you can find them on uh, Spotify. 
Are they good? Nah. They knew their aesthetic, not their instruments. Right. Let me put it this way. The reason I now know about the lyrics to Chainsaw Guts Fuck is because I didn't understand a damn word what was being said. Well, yeah. And it wasn't because the music was, it was just the way the guy was. Mm -hmm. But if you read the lyrics, you can kind of go, okay, I, 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 I. All right. Yes. Yeah. They have two hundred and forty-one thousand seven hundred and sixty-seven monthly listeners on Get Spotify. The fuck out. Yeah, their their top listen song has uh, almost eleven million streams. Yo, and which one is it? Uh, Freezing Moon. Freezing Moon. Uh, Chain, Chainsaw Guts Fuck is only their third most streamed song oh. on Spotify with uh, three point seven million listens. <laughs> what? <laughs> of which Don is at least one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because I did listen. I listened to most of Frozen Moon. That was one that was written by Dead. <clears throat> and then I I listened to Chainsaw Guts Fuck because curiosity got the better of me. Would it? Would, it would. Yeah. It would. Yeah, it has. It, to. it had to. <laughs> who like who? Who are you? If you start researching a band, find out they have a song called Chainsaw Guts Fuck, and you don't listen to it. Exactly. So that about wraps up the the midweek uh, gossip. It was not as gossipy as normal. <laughs> I don't know. That's pretty gossipy. Uh, it was pretty kind of. It was kind of gossipy. Did you hear about the guy that killed himself and his roommate took pictures? And then they and used those pictures skull. for yeah. uh, album cover album and covers, and they made necklaces out of his skull. I wonder how many necklaces there are out there, and who has them. I don't know. I wonder if you can find it. What is it? Murderforsale.com, dot com. That yeah. website. Mm-hmm. I wonder if there's one somewhere in there. What? There is a website where you can buy serial killer. Um, uh, memorabilia. memorabilia yeah like letters and stuff yeah. written by what? them yeah it's like an very, auction site very of. very interesting stuff not so sure about the ethics yeah. of the situation that's you what can, i'm thinking you can actually buy it's like twelve thousand dollars but they actually have richard ramirez's satanic bible that he used in prison for sale like that he has notes and stuff written yeah. in that's yeah. not good no <laughs> no but i mean you can get letters like he said that were written from people or that were in prison or you can get paintings of John Wayne Gacy's or you can get prints yeah of mm-hmm. artwork that John Wayne Gacy did because somebody's got the rights to those paintings yeah yeah it's crazy Whoa. it's crazy all right so we're gonna wrap this up because this is don't to don't be patronize that site don't patronize that site luckily I didn't. don't go there yeah so uh I've been done I've been Reuben and been also Josh. flabbergasted <laughs> <laughs> I've been tired And have a great week, guys. Bye. 